Welcome to the Between the Banners post-game show on the Tar Heel Blog Podcast Network. My name is Brandon Anderson, and as always, I'm joined by managing editor of the Tar Heel Blog, Tanya Bondurant. Carolina beat Boston College on the road 79-66, giving them a perfect 9-0 road record in conference play. Being that this was their last road game, they have officially completed a regular season with an 11-1 road record. So, Tanya, my first question to you is, what does this road record mean for the team, and what impact do you think it has on the ACC and the NCAA tournament going forward? I think the biggest thing is that it's it's a little bit of two things. Like, one, I think it's just a nice thing to say that you did uh, because it doesn't provide a whole lot of context, but also – there are no easy road wins in the ACC. And the fact that Carolina was able to go 9-0 and um, in a very difficult conference is super impressive. And the fact that they were able to only lose once all season on the road is even more impressive because they they played a very tough schedule at the beginning of the year. So I think, obviously, Carolina didn't have the hardest conference road schedule this year, and they missed a a couple of really tough road games. Um, They didn't go to Virginia. They didn't have to play in Tallahassee, um, that sort of thing. But anytime you can do something without losing at all in a conference like the ACC, I think it's impressive, and it shouldn't be overlooked. Yeah, it's definitely hard to overlook what they did, especially considering that they had to go into Cameron like they usually do. And just the way that they even won that game, I think, was really impressive. We obviously didn't have Zion Williamson playing for them. We all know that that's a thing. But regardless, given the talent that that was out there, I mean, it's still impressive. You just can't take anything away from that. And I think that when it comes to tournament implications, it doesn't hurt to have that kind of road record under your belt because depending on where you end up in the NCAA tournament, you may run into crowds that have their teams really close to that particular spot that they're playing in. So you never know when you'll get a whole building of insert college team here that's going to try to run Carolina out of the building. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that always helps uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, also, I feel like anytime you can say that UNC is the only team that picked up 11 road wins in the the ACC, the American, the Big East, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the SEC, I mean, that shows how impressive the feat is because it's not something that every team is capable of doing. It is definitely not, and it's definitely something that just should not be overlooked. It's one of those things that I think we all have to make sure to take the time and appreciate because who knows when we'll see it again. Hopefully we'll see it again. Hopefully we'll see it again really, really soon, but you just never know. Another big thing that happened tonight is Luke May had 17 points and 20 rebounds for the night along with Cam Johnson having 22 points and 12 rebounds. Tanya, the seniors, had another big night. Kobe White had been on fire as of late, 
And while he didn't have a bad game, he did have one of those games where the seniors needed to kind of step in there and give a bunch of production to kind of offset what had been happening recently. Um, So my question to you is, you know, how big is this for the two seniors and can we expect them to have another big performance maybe this Saturday? I think that the seniors have come through at really big times this year. There have definitely been games where Kobe has carried the team, but there have also been games where Luke and Cam have just absolutely gone off. And they did that against Duke on the road. They were able to do that tonight against Boston College. Uh, So they've had a lot of really clutch big performances. It's good to see because that's the kind of senior leadership you need heading into the ACC tournament and the NCAA tournament. You don't want to have to rely on a bunch of guys who haven't been there before, and Luke and Cam certainly have. So I think it's good that they're able to come through with these big performances like this down the stretch. Um, Tonight, Carolina had four of their five starters in double figures and had Nasir Little in double figures off the bench, which is really good balance scoring, and that is kind of in stark contrast to some of the games we've seen lately where it's been like Kobe has a ton of points, but no one else really does. Um, So a balanced attack is always going to be a good recipe for success. And that's a very good point that you bring up. There was a lot of spread out scoring on the Carolina side of things. And you're right, that senior leadership will pay off dividends during the tournament as there's going to be a good amount of inexperience, at least from a perspective of maybe getting deep into the NCAA tournament. Certainly there's been enough players that have played in the tournament last year, but when we're talking about a Kobe White or Nasir Little and maybe a leaky black we'll see but that senior leadership is going to be clutch and it's never not been clutch I feel like for any team that you know goes the distance uh, when it comes to about that time a note from Cam and Luke this is the ninth time that Cam scored 20 points this season so he's been really big for the Tar Heels all year long Luke is also the first Tar Heel to have a double-double and a half since he did it against Boston College last year, which, quite frankly, is just silly. All of that is, even considering the fact that Carolina had a really bad second half, um, they were outscored by 10 points in the second half. And a lot of that is easily attributed to the fact that they had a 48-25 lead at halftime. So they didn't have to come out as sharp in the second half, but it definitely showed. Um, But the fact that they were able to have that kind of production out of Cam and Luke, despite the fact that they were up big and despite the fact that they did not have a very good second half, I think is really important. Yeah, and speaking of Boston College's scoring performance in the second half, things kind of took a weird turn where – Kai Bowman in the first half, he went 5 for 10 from 3. He had a large amount of the production for the team. And then in the second half, 
it very much wasn't that way. Nick Popovich kind of came out of nowhere and really put his stamp on the game, so to speak. And I I think it very well could have just thrown Carolina off balance a little bit, uh, especially seeing how you just have that dominant person in the paint kind of getting whatever he wants. Yeah, they really didn't have an answer for Bowman in the first half, and they really didn't have an answer for Popovich in the second half. Um, Thankfully, they didn't need to have an answer for them because they had such a big lead, but the defense definitely could have been better. Absolutely. Uh, One thing that I don't have on my notes here that I wanted to mention is Kenny Williams actually did get a couple of three-pointers to go down this game. I was hoping after the first one we would kind of see him start to get things going, but unfortunately he ended up picking up a quick second foul not too long after that, and he ended up on the bench. He did have one more after that, but... I mean, could we possibly see him maybe at least start considering turning a corner, or were those two shots kind of fool's gold, do you think? I think it has to help at least a little in terms of his confidence to see the ball go in the basket just because he's watched it not go in the basket so often lately. I still would want to see a lot more production before I feel comfortable with him chucking threes. I mean, he he launched a three in the first minute of the game tonight, uh, which is, is quite bold for someone who had had such bad luck. Kenny definitely has not stopped shooting. Um, but hopefully seeing the ball go in will help him and it'll be the start of a turnaround, the heels, I say they could really use it. They really have done okay without it, but it's never a bad thing to add that to their arsenal. Right, and I think him starting to make those shots kind of take them from a team that looks like they're going to be able to compete in the tournament and potentially get to the Final Four to a team that's going to be really, 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 really hard to stop if he can start getting some of those shots to go down. It's been really unfortunate for him this year because I've seen a little bit of everything in terms of what kind of misses they are, whether rimming out or, you know, I think I saw one kind of cry off the front iron. It's just, it's been, it's been something to watch. Um, One other note that I had here for the game, Carolina has won 13 of their last 14 ACC games which is their best stretch since 2013-2014. It was also the seventh time that they have been unbeaten on the road. So with all that said, Saturday, of course, is the big one, senior night, round two against Duke. And Duke actually just survived what I'm hoping – well. Let me rephrase that. I'm not hoping it was a scare necessarily, but it was a scare. There's not really any hoping to be done there. It was a scare. They only beat Wake Forest by one point, 
and correct me if I'm wrong, Tanya, it was off of a missed putback at the buzzer? Yeah, um, there is some debate on whether the putback would have even counted or not. 